Once again, our congregation would like to thank you for listening to another edition of the Abundant Life Community Church, the Church of God of Prophecy Congregation podcast. The local church is located at 6808 Missouri Avenue in Hammond, Indiana, and we can be found on the web at www.cogopoh.com. And we can be found on MySpace at myspace.com forward slash C-O-G-O-P-O-H.
You're listening to the Abundant Life Community Church, the Church of God of Prophecy Congregation Podcast, 6808 Missouri Avenue in Hammond, Indiana. That's him. 
52 years ago, this day, a 20-year-old young boy accepted his first church to pastor. We had a, a beautiful little church, little brick church. It was a store building. On the one side, it said chew mail pouch tobacco, and on the other side, it said chew mail pouch tobacco. If you told anybody where the church was, we had to tell them, just look for the sign saying chew mail pouch, and you found us. Thirteen members. And I trembled in the fear of God at the awesome task that had been given me. Less than a year later, was running over a hundred in Sunday school. That's him. That's him. Since uh, the last couple of months, or a little before, I knew I was going to arrive here. And I've really been contemplating different messages to preach this first Sunday. And uh, I went over a few that I had preached on the first Sunday at other places. And I wasn't convinced of the subject. But last Saturday, somebody said something to me. And... Uh, God gave me this message. That little young boy that feared in the, tre trembled in the fear of God, I tremble in God's fear today. They said, well, you ought to be used to it by now. Been preaching in the pulpit since I was 16 years old. But there is a, an awe and a fear when you stand in to speak God's word. By the way, I better tell you before I get started, uh, I'm usually not a long-winded preacher, but since you brought your dinner today, <laughs> I don't have to worry about you running home and cook. In fact, if you smell anything, don't worry about the beans. They won't burn because I've seen a couple go over there and check on them. Are you ready to have church this morning? My subject for today, except the Lord, build the house. Psalms 127 and 1 says, except the Lord... Build the house. They labor in vain that build it. We, we desire that, that God build the house. And the reason why we desire that God build the house 
The Bible simply says, unless he does it, you're laboring in vain. Last, last week, someone said to me, do you really expect the new church that you're going to to grow at your age? Wow. At my age? And I begin to think about my age. What can I do at my age? Then I realize I'm younger than Moses. When God called him. And he didn't call him to Pastor Hammond, but he called him be, to be the shepherd of over three million people. Wow. And if God can take an 80-year-old man and leave him with one congregation for 40 years, I think he can handle me. And then he chose David as a boy and anointed him king. If we look to the arm of flesh to do anything, it will fail. But if we look to God, everything is possible with God. And nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Ten years ago, when I ex accepted the appointment at Royal Oak, one lady from the church went to the overseer and said, you just killed our church. You sent an old man. Boy, 10 years ago, was I an old man? <laughs> you sent an old man to pastor our church. This church had never had over $20,000 in their funds. But at one point, after spending $100,000, we had $130,000 in our church funds. God gave us almost 60 new members during our pastorate. It's not... It's not about your age. It's not about you. But it's about God. It's Him. Do you expect this church to grow? Surely I do. If I didn't, I wouldn't be here. I expect to see ever pew filled. When I went to Royal Oak, it was, it was really comical, Brother Rick. You come in and everybody sat on one side. This side was totally empty. The building would seat about 300. And 
the 18 or 20 that was coming sat on this side. But it wasn't long till there were so many on this side that the other side began to fill up. God is God. And God's never changed. I'm probably one of the few that's around that has seen every gentle overseer that we've had in the church of God. When I was walking to school, Brother A.J. Thomason would be walking to work. I've heard all of them preach. But I've seen the glory and the power of God from way back in the 30s until now. God's still the same God. Not too long ago when we went to uh, Hamlet, North Carolina, the pastor there, in January, we started a revival. And Brother Dean, you know, we went from the two and three week revivals to weekend revivals now. But Brother Dean said, I know the day it starts. What's the closing date? I said, just leave it off. Just tell them when we're starting. And I'm telling you when we close. Six weeks later, we were still growing, going strong. God is God. Now, don't, I don't want you to get something in mind that I'm saying it's me. I want you to know it's God. Jeremiah 17 and 5. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man and maketh his flesh arm, his arm, whose heart departeth from God. It's not in the flesh. It's in God. One pastor related this in a minister's conference. God had been blessing. God had been working. He went to the altar and wept bitterly before the Lord. And after the altar service, he got up and said, Brother Overseer, I want to tell you something. said, I've asked God to forgive me for my attitude. He said, when I went to church, I wanted that church to do better than it did under the former pastor. And said, whoever followed me, I wanted them to do worse. Said, I preferred that the church go down rather than grow. That's about you. That's about you. I don't want it to be about me. But I want it to be about God. When, when the Lord builds a house, he knows how to build it. Yes, he 
And we don't desire any glory whatsoever. We just say, look what God has done. In my early ministry, a preacher told me that he was praying for a lady one day that had a large tumor on her throat. And he said, wow, he was praying. That tumor disappeared. I believe that. But he said, Brother Pentecost, I said to the lady, when you tell about the miracle, don't forget to tell them who prayed for you. That's what I'm preaching about today. I've prayed for thousands of people, but I've never healed a one. If any healing's done, it's about him. If you expect miracles, don't expect them from me because I'm an arm of flesh. But expect them from God. It's God's ability. It's not my ability. It's not in me, but it's in him. Mm. We sing the song. Look what the Lord's done. Whatever is accomplished by the Lord while I'm here, it's not about me. It's about Him and His power and His glory. You can say amen if you want to. Might be a time you, you'll have to say oh me too. <laughs> Woo! It's never about you. It's, it's like one, one pastor in our convention. When the pastors marched in, he said to the usher, set me on the front row. I want to be seen. Mm. This man began to brag on his pastor to a fellow worker. And he kept saying, you got to come hear my pastor. you got to come hear my pastor. you got to come hear my pastor. He heard it so much, he said, I just believe that I will. Go and hear your pastor. He went to hear his pastor, and the pastor preached. After he got done preaching, this man walked back to his friend and said, well, what did you think of my pastor? He said, to tell you the truth, I didn't think very much of your pastor. But he said, I fell in love with the Jesus that he was preaching about. See, it's not about me. It's about him. I don't want you to fall in love with me, but I'd like for you to go deeper in the Lord and go deeper in the Lord. It's the church is about him. Mm. Woe unto them 
that go down to Egypt. Isaiah 31 and 3. I'm not used to preaching from a PowerPoint. Woe unto them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on the horses and trust in the chariots because they are many and in the horsemen because they are strong and look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. It's not about us. It's about him. It, it, it won't be built on our strength. But rather, it will be built on his working. Some, in Psalms, the 20th chapter and the 7th verse, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but they will remember the name of God. You can trust in other means, but we better put our trust in God. Psalms 44, 5 and 6. I better put it in high gear. <laughs> Through thee will I push down our enemies. Through thy name we will tread them under that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. Mm. It's about him. First Corinthians 3. Six through nine, I have planted, Paulus watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, my, neither he that watereth, but God. God giveth the increase. So the lady looking at my white hair, you know, the little I got, I got two up there. It's wavy hair. One waves at the other. I didn't get this kind of welcome when I come here, but I want to tell you about a welcome I got in one church. While we was unloading the truck, man walked up to me, one of the members of the church, and said, I don't know why in the world that you came here. I thought, well, I don't know either. <laughs> I took one look at the parsonage. The parsonage was built out of used lumber back in the 30s. Huh? What I left was a beautiful parsonage and a beautiful church. And we was, we was running around 150 a Sunday. Church I went to was running about 50 a Sunday. He said, everybody in this town that's going to be saved is already saved. Said there's no new people coming to church. Said, you're wasting your time. Hmm. Are we wasting God's time? What do you expect? 
Five years later, when I left that church, I'd taken in 55 members. I had the largest Sunday school in the state of Pennsylvania. We built a brand new church with the poorest people that I've ever pastored in my life. And there was times that the clerk would come and give me my tithes. And I know one Christmas, it was the year Beverly was born. For the week of Christmas, they gave me $4.95. That was the first year. Did you have tests? Yes, I had tests, but we seen miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. They took one of the little boys, five weeks old, to the hospital. He had a several hemorrhage of the brain. The doctor told me, said, you go tell the parents right now that he's dead. And if by some miracle he lives, he would be nothing but a vegetable. His brain is destroyed. I said, doctor, we believe that we're going to take the baby home. It made him mad. He went to the parents and talked to them in the most cruel manner about their baby was dead. I called Helen and I said, honey, call the church. And at midday, the church packed out with people on their knees. And they prayed and after three days, the boy was still alive and the doctor said, we're going to do surgery. We're going to open up this scalp and let some of the blood off his brain. Three hours went by after they took him to surgery. No doctor, no word. The mother crying said, you've got to go to the doctor. Find the doctor and find out what's wrong. I paged the doctor. They told me to come to the third floor to see him. I went to the third floor. He was pacing the floor. I said, sir, how'd the operation go? He said, we didn't do no operation. I said, you didn't do no operation? Why have you waited up here? He said, we can't figure it out. I said, before, I took him to operate on him. We decided to do another CAT scan. Said we found no blood on the brain. It's gone. We found no blood in the spine and his spine was full of blood. Said the spine is just as clear. Before the week was gone, we took that young man home and he's still alive today, perfectly normal and made whole. Are you saying you prayed? No, somebody, somebody in that church. It's not about individuals. Don't, don't ever think, well, I prayed and God healed them and you be glorified. We're not in this business for self-glory. If this church explodes, I can only tell you one thing. You say, what about Brother Lawson? I say, one waters, one plants, and one waters, and God gives increase. If it happens under Brother Lawson, or if it happens under me, it's God. Yes, 
We need to quit looking at the arm of flesh and look to the miracle working God that he is. One Sunday morning, they called me. <laughs> We'd wept and cried for Shania. One day she'd be good, and the next day they said she's not going to make it. When you're in there and she quits breathing and all the alarms go off, and the doctor said if she makes it, she have brain damage or eye damage or ear. Said you can look for one or the other. They all have it. They called me. I was at church. They said there's a hole in Shania's heart. And we're going to have to do open heart surgery. Sister Owens, I could... I could not utter another prayer. I went to the altar and I, I nailed at the altar and I just bawled and, and cried. Two members come and ministered to me. And one lady said, Brother Pentecost, the Lord wants me to tell you that it's going to be all right. Before Church was over. We got a call from the hospital that the hole had closed. He is, he is the great I am. We grow old and gray and I can't jump over the fences no more but I crawl under them. I still get it. Hallelujah. I've known since a child that there's a miracle working God. Becky, y'all know Becky? When she was little, was it you or me shut the door on her? Helen shut the kitchen door on her hand, broke all the fingers. She'd come and run on my lap and had me to hold her. I told Helen, get her coat. We're going to take her to the hospital. She said, Daddy, if you will pray, Jesus will make me better. And Brother Randy, while I was praying for her, she jumped off of my lap, run over to the toy piano, and began to play the piano. God healed those broken fingers. Now, I don't know about you, but I believe what he did do, he can do. And if you've ever built a church, he can. There ain't nobody here saying, and by the way, that town was so big, it was a population of 500. And we had almost half of the population in church before we left. Who done it? God done it. We, we, we didn't even have a 
corner drugstore because we didn't have a corner. <laughs> the street that went through the middle of the town wasn't even a straight street. It was <laughs> that same man. When we just decided to build the church, he said, if you build it in this town, I'll give money on it. A little town of 500, they not much space to, we built it out of town. He never gave no money, but we still built it. God is God. God is God. I, I wish I could unplug the clock. <laughs> I've wrestled, I've wrestled over this. I've wrestled over this, but I want you to know that it's not me, it's him. You see, I can preach to the top of my lungs. I can preach with a small voice. I can do whatever I want to in preaching. It won't change a thing. But let God show up. Let God be present in this place. Let God begin to do miracles. Let people run to the altar and get saved and watch the building fill up. Let God show up. You say you talk like God's not here. I know he's here. I felt him this morning. I felt it, but we need to just, Lord, whatever you want it. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Lord, We're in vain if we try to build the house. But if we invite you to build this house, Lord, you can do it. Shall we stand? You're listening to the Abundant Life Community Church, the Church of God of Prophecy Congregation Podcast, 6808 Missouri Avenue in Hammond, Indiana. Our congregation would like to extend a warm thank you for listening to our podcast. We invite you to find out more about our church by visiting our website at cogopoh.com. If you don't have a church home, please consider joining us in our worship and service. We're located at 6808 Missouri Avenue, Hammond, Indiana. We have, a, we have services every Sunday, starting with Sunday school at 10 a.m. The worship service begins at 11 a.m. The pastor's sermon starts at 11.30 a.m. Our evening service begins at 6 p.m. And we have a prayer meeting Bible study every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. I'm going to close out the podcast with the song from Cutlass. The name of the song is Sea of Faces. And it's off their album entitled the same, Sea of Faces. And you can find this CD anywhere CDs are sold. I see the city
place Yet somehow you'll still find the time for me It's then you'll show me your love Cutlass, Sea of Faces. It's a self-entitled album. You can find that CD anywhere CDs are sold. Um, I'd like to thank you once again for listening. You have a blessed morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time of the day you're listening. And be sure to join us next week as we try to bring you another edition of the Abundant Life Community Church, Church of God of Prophecy Congregation podcast.